He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Burquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Uh, we have spoke, uh, like between me and some friends, that uh, in this country, and this I'm, I'm making this point because because we need to remind people that America is the only country on earth that people die by gun without even being on in war. Because I'm giving this example because in Africa there is countries in of in war, but people doesn't even have access to gun. It's very hard because the government and everybody is very conscious that the guns can cause a lot of destruction. But in this country, it's very normal for everybody to have access to guns, and this needs to be controlled. But what can people like me, common people, can also, what can we do to help control guns in this country? Well, look, uh, what I can speak to, there are many ways that people can get involved uh, in, in dealing with the gun violence that we're seeing here. Uh, I'm not going to uh, make any suggestions, but there are ways that folks can go out there and and uh, and participate uh, in a way that's uh, healthy, in the way that actually helps uh, deal with a real issue. What I can speak to is uh, what the president has done. What I can speak to is what the president believes. What I can speak to is the president's record on this, which is you can see for yourself as a senator, this last two years. Uh, as president and the executive actions that he's taken. He signed a bipartisan piece of legislation. All right. <clears throat> I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was... KJP trying to talk and respond to a question, but a silly African reporter, and I'm not saying she's silly because she's African, I'm saying she's silly because she's silly, saying that the only place with gun violence that's not in a war zone is America. To which I'd, I'd say, first off, who said we're not a war zone? We've got a, a quiet civil war going right now. No bullets are being shot for the, you know, at each other for the most part, thank God. We've got Chicago, cities like that that are wars down. But second off, I'm going to need you to sit down, young lady, and think about the continent that you came from. Remember the violence there in the various countries on the African continent, in the villages spread throughout that continent. And then I'm going to need you to shut your damn mouth. Okay? That's, that's how we're doing this. America having 46% of the world's population of guns or the world's guns is the only reason we aren't teetering on being a full-scale third-world shithole. Okay, we're close. We're close. So either get smarter or shut up and go back home. This is the kind of stuff that, that just enrages me. It's so dumb. It's so lazy and reckless this narrative about guns and violence here in america stop it all right <clears throat> real quick we're getting smarter we're getting better by the day booze and banter will be on red voice media you go and you sign up you can see it on the screen there you sign up at redvoicemedia.com forward slash drew crew okay that's where you sign up 
Once you've signed up there, you will not go back to that particular URL. You then go to watch it at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. Okay, that's where the chat is. You can watch it on other parts of the site, but the chat is on that one. So there's been a lot of people who have come in, haven't been able to find the chat or use the chat. You do it there. Watch it at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. It's easy to sign up. There's, there's different options and, and plans. There's a, tri- uh, you know, a week trial for a dollar. All sorts of things that you can do there. So please do it. So many of you already have. We're so encouraged and so grateful for, for all of you guys that have done that. Uh, okay, so we'll get into that. We'll have some fun after the show, but a lot to get into today. We're going to talk about Biden sending tanks. More stuff in, in, as it pertains to Ukraine, everything that's going on overseas as we get drugged closer and closer into this absolutely pointless war not pointless for them over there maybe but it's pointless for us thank you shelby thank you so much um but we're going to get into that we're going to get into in a in a a gif here swalwell and schiff and some of that stuff we've got lots to cover lots to cover in booze and banter we're going to talk about hunter there's reports and some new suggestions out there that hunter might have had access to that classified information i mean based on where (laughs) joe stored them it would be no surprise that anyone got access to them. But we'll discuss that new report. We're going to get into all that. Also, there's this nonsense out there about eggs killing you. You know, you got you to gotta reposition blame when there's all these concerns, legitimate ones, over the vaccine and myocarditis, I can't talk, and, and the, the various clots that have been causing these deaths. Again, that's not to say that they're all from the vaccine. People die of, of blood clots and, and heart attacks and all sorts of stuff all the time. Not good, not celebrating that, not celebrating that it's happening from the vaccine either. But people are trying to take the blame off that and say, no, you know what? Eggs are bad for you. Eggs are causing clots. We'll talk about it. We'll get into that. That's all going to be on Booze and Banter, which, again, you can sign up for at redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew and then watch it at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. Okay, so let's get right into... Schiff and Swalwell and losing their assignments on the committee, which I think is gold. We've been told it was coming, heard it was coming, and and it's now officially here. And they've been booted off of their committee, specifically the Intel committee. And here's the rejection letter. You can just leave it up there on the screen. I'll find my version here and read it. And it goes to the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries, who's the House Minority Leader. Dear Leader Jeffries, thank you for your letter dated January 21, 2023 regarding Representatives Schiff and Swalwell. I appreciate the loyalty you have to your Democrat colleagues, and I acknowledge your efforts to have two members of Congress reinstated to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. But I cannot put partisan loyalty ahead of national security, and I cannot simply recognize years of service as the sole criteria for membership on this essential committee. Integrity matters more in bold. As such, in order to maintain a standard worthy of this committee's responsibilities, I'm hereby rejecting the appointments of Representative Adam Schiff and Representative Eric Swalwell to serve on the Intelligence Committee. It is my assessment that the misuse of this panel during the 116th and 117th Congresses severely undermined its primary national security and oversight missions, ultimately leaving our nation less safe. Therefore, as we enter a new Congress, I'm committed to returning the Intelligence Committee to one of genuine honesty and credibility that regains the trust of the American people. 
So he drops the hammer. He sends the letter back. He 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 makes the letter public so people can see it. Boom and I goes think the it's dynamite. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and then he holds a press conference. And he was asked about. There's a lot that I want to get to here, and we'll see how much we can squeeze in. But then he holds a press conference and was asked about Swalwell and Schiff, and of course the comparison to to Rep Santos. Here's what McCarthy had to say. Take a listen. Intel committee. Is, is Santos on the Intel committee? Am I allowing Schiff? Am I allowing Schiff to be on other committees? Go right ahead. Well, let me be very. He's gone elected by his district. So, okay. Let, let me be very clear and respectful to you. You ask me a question. When I answer it, it's the answer to your question. You don't get to determine whether I answer your question or not. Okay. In all respect. Thank you. No, no. Let's answer her question. You just raised a question. I'm going to be very clear with you. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the Inspector General said it. When Devin Nunes put out a memo, he said it was false. When we had a laptop, he used it before an election to be politics and say that it was false and said it was the Russians. When he knew different, when he knew the intel, if you talk to um, John Radcliffe, DNI, he came out ahead of time and says there's no intel to prove that, and he used his position as chairman, knowing he has information the rest of America does not, and lied to the American public. When a whistleblower came forward, he said he, he did not know the individual, even though his staff had met with him and set it up. So no, he does not have a right to sit on that. But I will not be like Democrats and play politics with these, where they removed Republicans from committees and all committees. So yes, he can serve on a committee, but he will not serve on intel because it goes to the national security of America. And I will always put them first, all right? And if you want to talk about Swalwell, let's talk about Swalwell because you have not had the briefing that I had. I had the briefing and Nancy Pelosi had the briefing from the FBI. The FBI never came before this Congress to tell the leadership of this Congress that Eric Swalwell had a problem with a Chinese spy until he served on intel. So it wasn't just us who were concerned about it. The FBI was concerned about putting a member of Congress on the Intel Committee that has the rights to see things that others don't because of his knowledge and relationship with the Chinese spy. They brought it to the works of the leaders. I've got that briefing. So I do not believe he should sit on there, that committee. And I believe there's 200 other Democrats that can serve on that committee. So this has nothing to do with Santos. Santos is not on the Intel Committee. But you know what? Those voters elected Schiff, even though he lied. Those voters elected Swalwell, even though he lied to the American public, too. So you know what? I'll respect his voters, too, and they'll serve on committees. But they will not serve on a place that has national security relevance because integrity matters to me. That's the answer to your question. All right. So there's McCarthy's response. First of all, I'd love to know who that reporter was asking the question, because it's obvious 
that she's carrying the water for the Democrat Party. Not a surprise, but she's not some objective journalist. There's maybe two of those left in the entire country. But McCarthy's right. Like McCarthy or not, I know a lot of people don't. I know a lot of people have questions or maybe deciding where they stand on him. But he, he's right on a lot of things he said there. The whole time Trump was in office, Adam Schiff, Schiff kept telling people that he saw overwhelming evidence. That was his word, overwhelming evidence that Russia and Trump colluded to get Trump elected. He was in a position, Adam Schiff, of power and trust. And he betrayed that trust with the American people by peddling falsehoods for years. Literally for four years in particular. And he knew, Adam Schiff knew he was lying to the people. But when you repeat a lie long enough, like we talk about with Joe Biden all the time, you repeat it enough, it becomes true. Becomes true. And what's scary about that, what's terrifying, in fact, about that, is then that same lie that becomes true in his mind, in his buddy's mind, it becomes true to all these diehard Democrats out there who are waiting with bated breath to see what their elected officials do and say. I mean, even to this day, even to this day, the brainwashed Democrats don't see any sort of problem with Schiff lying about Trump, lying to the American people, lying to them, the Democrat voters even. Because wait, wait for it. You guessed it. It was for the greater good. It's for the greater good. Because Trump was such an evil good. man. Had to get him out. So you can be break and bend any rules you want. Lies and deception were okay in that situation because it met a goal of getting him out of the way. That's, that's what we're dealing with here. That's, that's, that's who these people are. <clears throat> and Kevin, Kevin McCarthy is also correct about Eric Swalwell. Call me old-fashioned. But I think one of the disqualifiers for being on any committee, let alone the Intel Committee, is having sex with a foreign spy. It's just that should be a general rule. Like, are you banging a Chinese or any other, you know, big state actor spy? Yes. Okay. Well, you can't you can't be on this committee. It's just, and really, I mean, it, we talk swallow all the time. But honestly, Eric, do you really, he's pouting now. I'm going to show you some of his responses. Do you really think a, a reasonably hot chick like Fang Fang is going to actually want to fool around with you if you couldn't provide the information that she could send back to her bosses? Like, where did you really see this going? I'm always just fascinated and curious with people making such horrible decisions. We all make mistakes. We, we do. But, but that one, man, that was bad. But Swalwell, box say that again. Just said, he said, uh, I love what Box 205 just said. Wake me up uh, when they do something other than bloviate. Nice use of bloviate. That's a great use. Yeah. Great use. But these guys, Eric and, and Schiff, Swalwell and Schiff, they're perfect, right? They're perfect representatives of this modern New Age Democrat Party. Power-hungry fraudsters who will sell literally their own country down the river in a heartbeat to accomplish their goals and to make sure they're still climbing the ladder. And again, I have my questions and concerns about Kevin McCarthy. This segment is not here to just lay praise on him and be like, never mind, all the concerns are gone. I think he's going to do a great job. But what's refreshing in this clip that we just showed is he takes the fight to the journalist.
instead of just laying back, going into defensive mode, he went on the attack. We far too often on our side just go into defensive mode like, I'm sorry, I retreat. The GOP is known for that. It's something we haven't seen, in fact, since Trump was in office. There's others who do it too, but and I'm not trying to compare those two, but it's good to see someone go on the attack. We've had Romney, Ryan McCain, Graham, John Boehner, all running cover, running for cover, I should say, as soon as reporters start firing tough questions at them. So I'm not saying this is going to last. I'm not saying he's going to go out there and be some badass street fighter for the GOP and the conservative movement, but he's done some good things. And, you know, let's, let's give credit where credit's due. This was a good move doing that. But it sent people on the other side, Swalwell and Schiff, of course, chief among them, into a tizzy. They are in a full meltdown. Eric fired back a tweet expressing his disappointment of being kicked off the committee. Here it, here it is. This rejection is based on a claim that the Washington Post independent fact checker gave four Pinocchios. Speaker Boehner and Ryan, both gang of eight members, appointed me to Intel with access to the same facts. McCarthy is distorting. He can keep me off Intel, but I'm not going away. So let's, <laughs> let's talk about this for a second. Because... He, he, the rejection is based on, on claims that, you know, the, the whole four Pinocchio and the Washington Post thing. Dude, Swalwell, I, he probably doesn't get this, right? Because he's on the other side. He's an idiot. He he's, lives in this, this silo. But the Washington Post is literally in the tank for the Democrat Party. Fact checkers are all partisan, all on the left side. We have no idea, in fact, who this particular fact checker is, what their, you know, political allegiance is. We, we know, though, that they're on that side. Name a fact checker out there that's not in the bag for the Democrats. So it's pretty remarkable that he's like, well, the Washington Post said that they're on my side. Like, that, 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 that makes you look even worse. Then he goes on. Twitter. Twitter. Twitter what? <laughs> fact checker. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember they fact checked Biden. Yeah, <laughs> like like week one when yeah. when he took Twitter's over done it. some good things too. The Twitter tried to get <laughs> yeah. me to not use harsh language last night. I didn't like that. Um, mm. But he also he was like Speaker Boehner and Paul Ryan, gang of eight members appointed me to the, like trying to say like people on your side did that. Like, dude, you're gonna go with Boehner and Ryan as character witnesses for you? Is that the play that you're making? And that yes, the answer is yes. That's what he did. He literally thinks that makes sense to him. But those are two of the most spineless rhino, you know, douchebags in American political history. No, find a Republican that likes either of those guys. It's just, it's, it's remarkable. Then he leaves his threat at the end. Everyone's threatening stuff this week. You can keep me off the intel, but I'm not going away. We know you're not going away. We know that somehow your party will protect you. You will be involved in stuff. And honestly, I'm kind of glad because you're entertaining as hell. I get a kick out of you. I think the audience gets a kick out of you. You're comedic gold. Like, you, you provide a lot to us as an audience, just not to our country or your family. No, no one really likes you. <clears throat> All right. He wasn't done, though, because he's making rounds on media now. He's got to cry about it elsewhere. So he's making rounds in some of the different communist networks out there. He appeared on MSNBC with one of their, their anchors masquerading as a journalist. Here was that interaction. Take a listen. 
can be done here? We know that the Intelligence Committee is a select committee, so basically the Speaker of the House can reject nominees. Is there any recourse in this situation? Yeah, uh, win the House in 2024, and Kevin McCarthy is going to regret giving me more time to make sure that happens. <laughs> All right. He's going to regret it. I, I just love it when these guys, and again, I get it. It's not my job to judge everyone. We're not supposed to judge everyone, but I do it because it's part of my job, and I also am not always the nicest person. This guy, you can't talk tough if you're a beta male douchebag. You just can't. You're not used if, if people on their side want to ban hate speech and make it illegal, then if we, we got to keep it fair, and there's got to be rules and laws that apply to people who aren't tough trying to talk tough because nothing makes me laugh harder but also get pissed off than hearing someone like eric swalwell try and sound tough it's 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 just it's ridiculous but let's get to shift let's get to shift's response because he had some things to say too he had to get in on the action here's his tweet let's put it out uh oh, do we have his not mine oh this is the link you sent me <laughs> it's well, yeah but it's the you got to find the the shift one um i'll find it yeah, it's above it. just click on that link it's above it um so he had to get in on it and he talks about how he's he's kicked off mccarthy just kicked me and representative swalwell off the intelligence committee it says this is political payback for investigating donald trump if he thinks this will stop me he will soon find out how wrong he is i'll always defend democracy you don't have to get it. I, just, I just i just read it um i'll always defend democracy so he, he, you can put that up now, I guess. My response to him was, no, you won't. You and your buddies in D.C., plenty on our side, too, which is true. Put my caveat in it. Are the most untalented yet egotistical anti-American douchebags on the planet. Because they are. Everyone there is scum, with the exception of a handful of people in D.C. And some of you might say, well, it's more than that. No, no, no. There's, there's some stories out there about even some of the ones you think that, that check out that make them scummy people more so than, than they're portrayed to be. But that last line is so rich that he'll always defend democracy. Democrats hate democracy, with the rare, rare exception that it goes in their direction. That's the only time that they're okay with it. They hate this country. They hate the fact that we have guns to defend ourselves against their tyrannical impulses and desires. Democrats hate freedom of speech. So not forget it was the shit libs who created the term microaggression. We talked about that in Booze and Banter the other day. Political correctness and hate speech. All these terms were created by them to silence people. It's just hilarious that they think that people actually believe their BS. I know that there's plenty who still do. We know who you are. It's not hard to find you. But, but there's a lot who don't. Because it's, it's such a lazy, weak approach that they have, too. It's not even a good one. But to their credit, somehow it works. All right, there's going to be lots more crying about that. I'm sure they'll, they'll get some concessions and they'll get put on some other committees. I don't think they should be. I don't think they should be in Congress. But I will, I will say this. Good job on McCarthy on this particular instance, living up to your agreement to take them off those committees that they do not belong on. So so job well done on that, sir. I will say that. Uh, okay, let's get to question of the day, and we'll try and speed along here because we got to pick up some time. It has to do with McCarthy. So you're going to get your chance to weigh in here. Has Kevin McCarthy surprised you so far? That is the question. 
please note, I even put the caveat on the question today. It is not do you like him or support him or not. It's not that. It is simply what it says. Has Kevin McCarthy surprised you so far? Let's get your responses in. We'll look at him on the other side. We're going to get into the potential of World War III. Yay, it's so fun. Stick around. We'll be right back. Do you think America first when you spend your hard-earned money? Do you feel guilty shopping woke companies that take your money and push a liberal agenda? The choice is yours. When you shop at Mammoth Nation, you're a part of the solution, not the problem. We have thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. These patriots love America and they're fighting for you. So do the right thing, vote with your wallet, and spend wisely. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. along perhaps right into war we'll get to that in a second first let's get to your responses the question was has kevin mccarthy surprised you so far again it was not do you like him do you think he's going to do great the whole time there's none of those questions it was do you think he's done better and surprised you so far shelby says yes darnell says yes oh yes he sure has surprised me says matilda damn glad you're here matilda dody says yes surely yes he has and i hope he keeps it up me too all right, what do we got? Barb, yes. Fox, no. Okay, I like that. I like. I, I, I want multiple answers here. Wendy, yes. Feathercatcher, yes so far. Stacy, yes today. I like that. No, I figured he played the long game of status quo, says Box Clarifying, uh, and not actually do anything. Yes, but it's still early. We don't, we won't forget, excuse me, and we'll call him out when he slips up, as you should. Okay. Disco, do you want to, do you want to play the game? Do you want an answer? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, because we've talked about it before. We feel like the GOP side just usually doesn't do much. Bunch of when bitches they have, when they have power. You know, when they have the when they have the seats. Like, ooh, we're gonna get something done. No, we're not. But I feel like he's he's making waves. Now, is it the stuff in the right direction to help us get America back to being great again? Well, we'll see. We'll find out. But. At least he's made, and I love that he stuck to his guns there. He, like you said, he didn't go on defense there. He was like, no, this is what's happening, and this is why I'm doing it. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Yeah. You're welcome. That's what he should have said at the end. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, I, but yeah, I th I'm surprised because we're just used to seeing them kind of, like, hide and, like, oh, we're not going to, we're not going to make any waves. Right. You know. Well, it, and, and my sense is, to, you know, I, my answer is probably similar to that and to a lot of the people in the audience who, so far, yeah, he's surprised me. He's done some good things. Now, did he need to do it to, to stay relevant? Yes. Does he have to play this game if he wants to keep that seat and not get obliterated by the conservative base? Yes, he absolutely does. So is he doing it for genuine reasons because he believes it? I don't know. I, I would probably tend towards saying no. He just is doing it because he's a player, like all politicians are, and he wants to be seen in good graces. So he's going to talk tough, do the things that we yeah. want and try and do that. So I don't think it's necessarily from a place of, of genuine, you know, interest in, 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 you know, aligned interest, but as long as he does it, I don't really care. So I think long-term I'm still skeptical and I think he will disappoint us because he is a DC creature, but 
I'll take wins when we get them too, and and yeah. he's given us some wins. So. And and I and I wonder too if like when he caved and you know we have some concessions that he's gonna do. I wonder if any of the other people that were like, this is what I want. Maybe who knows? Maybe people were like, we want you to start doing something, do something, do something. You know, stand up for us. And maybe this is him sticking to that too. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I no. I I agree. I, I agree with Box. He's a special interest guru. Crooked to the core. I think so too. I think he's playing the game. But again, if he plays the game and some of the net results are positive for us, which this this does this really change anything? No. The House Intel. I've briefed them a million times. They, they're a bunch of losers, like every other Democrat and and Republican politician in D.C. It's it's it it doesn't really do anything. But there has to be some wins we can point to. Again, we got to take what we can get. Are we? We're not, look. We're not going to get anything done in these two years. We don't control the Senate. We don't control the White House. So we can be as excited as, as we want to be and as hopeful and optimistic. And maybe we can change things after 2024. I have my doubts about that, too. But we're not going to get anything done in these two years. So if anything, if he'll just go along and play the game, even though we know it's all fake, let's 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 do that for a little bit and try and try and build some momentum in the areas that we can build momentum. Anyways, I, I, I'm on board with a lot of you. I, I, I'm not a believer of him. Um, but I like a couple things he's done so far. I'll say that. Okay. In happier news, the doomsday clock has moved to 90 seconds to midnight. And look guys, this is, I just bring it up. This is all a load of crap. Is the world in a precarious and bad place? Yes. But this, this, it's a crock of BS, the doomsday clock. It's just another arrow in the leftist panic quiver. These guys are always claiming doom and gloom. Unless we take action immediately, unless we do this. And and they talk about Russia-Ukraine being a reason, but you know what else they bring in there? They bring up climate change as one of the reasons they moved it to 90 seconds, the closest it's ever been to midnight. And it's just interesting. But I bring all that up because, well, I don't put any faith or stock in them and their stupid clock whatsoever. If there was, in fact, a clock, it probably would be getting closer to midnight than it's been. Because there was a press, onf- uh, press conference earlier today where Biden announced that the United States would be sending 31 M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. 31 tanks is, <laughs> well, this is definitely a big escalation in war. Let's, let's listen to Joe, and then we'll talk about it. And look, today's announcement builds on the hard work and commitment from countries around the world led by the United States of America to help Ukraine defend its sovereignty and its territorial integrity. That's what this is about, helping Ukraine defend and protect Ukrainian land. It is not an offensive threat to Russia. There is no offensive threat to Russia. If Russia troops return to Russia, they'll be there where they belong. This war would be over today. That's what we all want, an end of this war in just and lasting terms. You know, our teams do not permit one nation. We're not going to allow one nation to steal a neighbor's territory by force. Our terms that preserve Russia's sovereign, Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity and honor the UN Charter. That's our, they're the terms we're working on. And you know, these are, the, these are the terms we all signed up for and 143 nations voted for in the United Nations General Assembly last October. So, the United States, standing shoulder to shoulder with allies and partners, is going to continue to do all we can to support Ukraine. Does it look like he hasn't read the uh, 
the <laughs> he hadn't read the speech oh. yet. He definitely the way he was reading <laughs> when he was reading it in his eyes, he's like, "Oh, so we're sending tanks." <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I just, I couldn't so that's what we're doing. That. All right, I'll. I'll, I'll... <clears throat> Apparently, I mean, excuse me, we are. Yeah, it's Doty. Send the tanks to our own boat, right, guys? This is a. I mean, it's it goes without saying. You're a very smart audience and community here. It goes without saying. We we talked about. The perils of escalating this thing yesterday with German or Poland, Poland wanting to send tanks that were, you know, German manufactured, bought by Poland, those being sent. This is not good. We talked about the U.S. being willing to help Ukraine strike the Russians in Crimea. Not good. And now we're sending Abrams tanks. That 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 you want to get into a hot war real quick. You do that on top of everything else we've done with HIMARS and Patriot missiles, all that stuff. I mean, it's literally at, at this point, outside of left-wing nut jobs, which there's way too many of in this country, it's obvious to every American that our leadership in this country, leadership finger parents, wants to go to war with Russia. You've got people like Lindsey Graham, who we're going to talk about again later, salivating at the opportunity to go to war with Russia. Because Lindsey brings in over $54 billion in defense contracts to the state of South Carolina every year, the state that he represents. Take a guess who his biggest campaign contributors are. Once again, we've got greedy politicians who want to sacrifice the youth of our country for their own political and monetary gains. And what blows my mind about this is in this particular case, this is not Afghanistan or Iraq. This is a guaranteed world war if it escalates bigger. So what's your money for? What's your money for? I expected this out of Democrats. I expected it out of some Republicans, but the amount that we see that are on the same team now, it's awful. Eisenhower warned us about the military-industrial complex. He did. And now we're seeing that machine, and we're seeing that it has to be fed. We spent four years, four years with no conflicts with Trump around the world. And you know who didn't like that? The military-industrial complex. Big money. The D.C. elite. All of that. Ukraine versus Russia is the perfect opportunity. The perfect opportunity for the machine to get back into the fight. Make more money for the connected and the political class in this country. While at the same time, killing and maiming people who actually like our country and want to defend the ideals of our country. Oh, it's... It's, it's so, it pisses me off beyond words. And, and to think about just all of these tragically reckless mistakes that are being made with, with regards to Ukraine policy, funding them, equipping them, all of that stuff, poking the bear all along the way, it's just so dumb. So dumb. But it's not just us escalating. So we talked about Poland and Germany yesterday. Would Germany block Poland wanting to give them? They said no, they wouldn't. Then Poland officially asked or requested to send the tanks there. And just when we caught, thought that maybe, maybe Germany was going to be the voice of reason and encourage peace in Europe, German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock, I think that's how you say her name, announced Germany essentially here, let's see what you get out of this, that Germany's at war with Russia. Roll the clip. And therefore, I've said already in the last days 
Yes, we have to do more to defend Ukraine. Yes, we have to do more also on tanks. But the most important and the crucial part is that we do it together and that we do not do the blame game in Europe because we are fighting a war against Russia and not against each other. Thank mm. you. Interesting. Thank you, Madam Minister. So look, it, not an entirely uncute person. Um, is it booze and banter yet? I'm ready to <laughs> and we're getting close. We're going to have to speed <laughs> yeah. along. We're 20 minutes away. So, but she says, we are fighting a war against Russia and not against each other. Once again, you've got a foreign leader in a position of power saying the quiet part out loud. For the last year, we've known that we've been engaged in a cold war against Russia. And now you've got Fräulein Borbach admitting that Germany is also now at war with Russia. And I, I, there's a lot of ideas out there. There's all this stuff but uh, as to why this is happening, who wins, who loses, yada, yada, yada. And we can pontificate about what the goal is for the U.S., for NATO and other European countries, what victory looks like. But pushing them into World War III without a long... Notice how few times we've provided Russia an off-ramp to peace. We just keep pushing further and further into war, escalating things more. There's never... Or you could do this. There, there are no ramps. They're speeding full speed ahead on this suicide mission that the vast, vast majority of us aren't comfortable with. We should have done a street segment today and gone out and be like, hey, do you want to get into an apocalyptic world war with everyone where most likely the vast majority of the population will die? Most people would say, no, yeah, I don't want to do that. Do you want your children to go fight and die in the biggest and most apocalyptic war of all time? Most people would say, no, again, it's going to be disappointing to see how many would say yes. But most people would say, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not down with that. I, I, I'd, I'd like to spend some more time with my kids, my family, not send my children to fight in a war that we shouldn't even be involved in. And ever since, what's tricky about this is we've talked about how this is the biggest propaganda thing ever. And coming from an intel guy, if you've confused me on some of the intel and some of the propaganda that it's pretty muddy out there. And ever since this started, there's been a news blackout. No one really has. Everyone's got their ideas, their theories, their philosophies, but no one really has an idea of what the truth is, who's winning the war, what's exactly going on over there. I know people who've gone over there as civilians. I know people who are there from, from the intel community and the military community, but, but I know people who've gone over there as civilians, and they come back and they think they know it all. It's like, you don't know shit. Did you, were you sitting down in a meeting with generals and presidents? And other, you know, leaders, were you, were you meeting with the intel community who's got the late, like, no one exactly knows because there's been this blackout. And yet we're supposed to just be like, but trust us. Don't worry, nothing bad is going to happen here. Anyways, it's, it's scary times. It's not good. <clears throat> good time to say, hey, you should get some Heaven's Harvest, though. Go to heavensharvest.com. Use promo code DREW to save. They've got all sorts of stuff. I actually had some stuff delivered to the studio today, and uh, I'm pumped about it because it's freaking crazy times out there, folks. Crazy times. Sending 31 M1 Abrams tanks does not de-escalate, does not provide Putin and Russia an off-ramp. It's... It's not good. There's reports. We don't have time to get into it. There's reports that one of his uh, hypersonic missiles is 
inching closer to toward the U.S. Um, eastern seaboard. Who knows if it's true? Who knows if it's not? It's not good. The fact that we're having to talk about all these things, not good. So be safe out there. Be smart. Uh, we're not ending the show. I know that sounds like the ending there. Um, but let's let's take a quick break. Let's come back and talk about Lindsey Graham and, and the douchebag that he is. You know that big tech and other woke companies give billions to the radical left? They're literally using your money to take your vote and your freedoms away from you. Stop! Shop at Mammoth Nation instead, the conservative marketplace. Get huge discounts on thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. Vote at the booth and with your wallet. This is how we fight tyranny, folks. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Hey guys, it's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than we've faced in a long time, if not ever. And the most important advice I can give you and your loved ones is to be prepared. Most people realize they need something way too late in the event of a disaster, be it a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid war. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones as you adjust to whatever crisis you're facing and develop a strategy. And thankfully, Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. With Heaven's Harvest, you're not only supporting a pro-America Christian companies that shares your values, but you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your own foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. Right now, go to heavensharvest.com and use promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, to save. about you guys but whatever side Lindsey Graham is usually on or takes and it, this didn't used to be the case and I'll be the first to admit that I've told you that before I'll, I'll tell you again now I, I I used to not give him as as hard of a time I used to give him the benefit of the doubt but whatever side he's on I automatically default to the other side okay one because I don't want to be that close to him in case he comes on to me I don't you know, I just I'm I'm taken Lindsey I'm I'm not into other men but he just gets so many things wrong. God, he gets so many things wrong. And when he came to the defense of Joe Biden, it vindicated all of our thoughts. It made me feel like, okay, my initial gut reaction to this guy is correct. The thoughts that you had about him, and I hear from you all the time in the chat about him, are correct. Here's what Lindsay, the toxic rhino, pretending to be a man, had to say. Yeah, that one got corrupted. All right, well, let's try and 
here's here's what he said. Let's try and pull that back in. He I, I he he's getting asked in one of the halls of the Capitol, and he said, "I've known Biden for a long time, and I wouldn't be shocked if there was anything sinister here regarding the classified docs that Biden has that are <laughs> turning up all over under the garden hose." On his boat. I've known Biden for a long time. I would be shocked if there's anything sinister here. If that's not a deep state swamp creature going to bat for one of its own, someone who's been there serving in D.C., serving again, very loose term for for 50 plus years, I don't know what is. There's no... There's no other interpretation of that. Like, that's what is going on here. And the fact is, we don't, look, none of us know. I don't know. You don't know. We don't know what was in those documents. And that's by design. When Democrats get caught red-handed, the information flow is stopped. Hard stop. Boom. Cut it out. No one else say anything about it. We can't, we can't do that. Now, on the other hand, when Republicans do anything shady or not shady, the leaks happen on an hourly basis. They're out there instantly, spread far and wide, because they control well over 90% of the mainstream media. And my takeaway is that the less we hear of leaks giving any details about what was in those documents, the more likely that those documents contain very serious information that should not have been stored next to to Joe's Corvette. Right? Right? The absence, the, the absence of information is going to, to, to lead us to believe that because that's what we've seen from these people over the last several years. We still haven't found out who the Supreme Court leaker was, for Pete's sakes. I'm sure if it was a law clerk, we'd know their identity by now. Here's that scene, by the way. It's, it, it's just what I said, but here's, here's Lindsey saying it himself. What are your national security questions? I just, what was, you know, what are, same thing for Trump. I mean, why did you do it? What were in the documents? How were they held? who had access to them. Um, let me just say this. I, I've known President Biden for a long time. I don't think there's, I would be shocked if there's anything sinister here. All right, so like I said, that's a swamp creature protecting a swamp creature. And I think, as I was just saying before, that the absence of information should lead us to believe that there's probably more there the fact that Biden doesn't regret it, he's not remorseful about it, says a whole lot about his, his character. And again, the fact of the matter remains, there's a pattern of this. There's, some of it's from when he was a senator. Some of it's from when he was a vice president. And, and breaking the rules and the laws, regardless of what's in those documents, regardless of how many documents there are, the content is very important. I'm not trying to, I've talked about that a lot not trying to diminish the, the value of that. But the fact is, you, you broke the rules time and time again because you think you're above the law. You've got them spread all over the place. We're going to talk about Hunter getting access to them in booze and banter today. You should come join us on Red Voice Media. Because he's so reckless, their family's so reckless, and at the end of the day, they don't give a rat's ass about whether it was wrong whether there was repercussions, you know, ramifications, operationally speaking, or in terms of the integrity of our intelligence information, all of that, they just don't care. They don't care. And what's rich is you've got Mike Pence, 
who's now in that bucket too, right? And you've probably heard, some of you said it yesterday on the show, that classified documents have been found at Mike Pence's house in Indiana. Which is funny. And I'm not just piling on Pence because conservatives pile on Pence now. I'm not doing it for the sake of doing it. But it's funny because he was interviewed about the FBI finding classified docs at Mar-a-Lago months ago. Here's what he said. Months before documents were found at his own house. Did you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. Um, do you see any reason for anyone to take classified documents with them leaving the White House? Well, there'd be no reason to have classified documents, particularly if they were in an unprotected area. Uh, well, there were classified documents, and they were in, as you report, an unprotected area. Right. Uh- <laughs> so, first of all, he said he didn't take any classified documents, but he, de- he was not comfortable when that question was asked. Can we go back to the beginning of that disco, of, the, of that clip? Because the first thing Pence does when he's asked is he smacks his lip together and then says, uh, um, you know, thinks about it and, and breaks eye contact with the interviewer. Let's take a look. Did you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I, I did not. Do you see any reason for anyone to take classified documents with them leaving always, the White House? He also says, you know, super slowly, I did not. It's, a, it's the most confident denial that I've seen before. Uh, so, I mean, kudos to him. I'm, I'm teasing. It was not confident at all. It was... It, it, oh, shit. Yeah, I did. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, but the follow-up question about reasons for taking classified documents. Pence once again looks down, down to the right, breaking eye contact, and says that there would be no reason. What? No, there would be no reason for that, to have classified documents, particularly in an unprotected area. Again, as even CNN points out at the end there, they were found, so you had a reason to have them, or which could just be you're an idiot, and they were, in fact, in an unprotected area. It's just remarkable. I find it, it's interesting that all of a sudden out of the blue, Pence swooped in to give Joe Biden top cover here. Has anybody thought about that aspect of this story? Biden's getting taken to the train station here. And in comes one of the newest, most hated people on the right, Mike Pence, to be like, you know what? I did it too. I did it too. He, he built a career, Mike Pence. His, his whole being in existence on the surface, what is, what is told to people, is being this guy, this guy with integrity, someone whose words is bond. And for him to admit some sort of wrongdoing is a big stain on his brand. And, and wasn't necessary, right? It's not like, they're like, okay, we found it in Trump's office. And I still think that the Dems are, are setting this up because I think they want to get rid of Joe Biden. And that's why they're, finding, they're searching for them and finding them in Joe's place. But the natural thing isn't to be like, Joe Biden, okay, let's see what's going on at Mike's house in Indiana. And then let's go check that. No, like, so for him to admit this, when, a, when there's going to be a big stain on his name, his character... It doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless unless he was doing it on purpose. 
which makes it sound like we're living in like a Scooby-Doo episode or something here. But it, it's just odd. And whatever his reason is, it seems pretty obvious by now that certain politicians, we know this for a fact, I'm, this, I'm stating the obvious here, they think that rules apply to other people and not them. And they're getting caught left and right now doing it. If, I mean, think about this. Most people haven't talked about why Pence is coming out and saying this now. But think about it. If, if Mike Pence, who's this relative, for, for D.C. standards, relatively straight, narrow guy, has classified documents at his house, think about what, like, the Clintons have in their house, the Obamas have. They must have, like, caves full of them, like underground bunkers full of documents. Not protect, not for the sake of protecting them, just because they need that much space. It's an interesting story. There's top cover being provided by a lot of people. I still think that it's, it, it, if, and even if it wasn't, look, I was gonna, I didn't even finish my thought, but even if it wasn't their intent to oust Joe Biden from this, get him out of office, I, to me. This is an opportunity if you're a Democrat strategist. You know what? Let's take this. Let's run with it. Let's kick his ass to the curb. Let's make the first black female president. And then let's kick her ass to the curb. And then start it over again in 2024. If I'm them, I don't know why on God's green earth that you would not do that. We'll see. We'll see. All right, folks. It's that time. We were going to get to one other story. We'll, we'll do it in booze and banter. It has to do with our, our, our youth, our kids, and the crap that is being fed. It'll enrage you. We're also going to talk about Hunter Biden and whether or not he had access to classified docs that Joe misappropriate, you know, mis, uh, mishandled and inappropriately stored. So come check it out. It's redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. That is where you sign up. You watch it at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. I'm going to put it in the chat one last time for you guys. We hope that you're there. Again, you can't chat unless you're at the redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. Come join us. We're going to hit the reset button here. We'll look forward to seeing you over there and call it three, four minutes. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Burquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.